Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Some of the best high school basketball in the Midwest is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Let's turn it over to the fan high school insider, big-time Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. Thanks for joining us. Let me run down today's show at 1030. Gary Gresh, head basketball coach at St. Norbert's, going to join us. At 11 o'clock, our current electric superheroes of the week. We have three young men from Marquette High doing really good things in our community. And I'm excited to uh, to introduce them to you. At 11.15, Jeremy, Jeremy McLaughlin, head basketball coach at Catholic Memorial, is going to join us. At 11.45, our pick-and-save student athlete of the week, Anthony Graves. He's from Catholic Memorial as well, and a really impressive young man. Our first two segments today. He is uh, the head coach at Cuba City, all-time winningest high school basketball coach by far in the state of Wisconsin, executive director and awards chair for the WBCA. He's Jared Pettigue. Hey, Coach Pettigue, uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family. How you doing? Hey, fine, Mike, and uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it, my friend. Yeah, you bet. Hey, let's talk a little bit about uh, high school basketball and kind of where we're at right now and... and uh, I, I, for one, am really happy that that I get a chance to see some high school basketball and these kids are getting on the court and playing. And I I know that you being the executive director for the Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association, look, there have been a lot of conversations, I'm sure, going back and forth on, you know, are we going to play? Are we not going to play? Let's do this safely. Let's get these kids on the court playing basketball and if there isn't if you know we do have a positive test let's shut it down for a little bit and then restart it and get it going again um how are you feeling about where this has has gone now the first couple of weeks of the season yeah you you've hit it right on the head there mike i think that uh, most coaches in the state and obviously the players in the state want to play 
and uh, I know we had a we've been shut down for the last 14 days. We won't play our first game until uh, uh, Tuesday night, and uh, uh, and and I, I just say this: I understand. You know, I've lost friends to the uh, COVID virus, but these kids need to be in school, and uh, these kids need a chance. Uh, and I really feel bad for the uh, Milwaukee kids and and uh, uh, schools that are in Dane County because they've been completely shut down. And uh, and it, it, it's my philosophy, and and uh, and I, I and I don't be mean to be controversial or anything else, but I just really believe that the kids need a chance to get back out on the floor. Uh, and, uh, uh, yes, safety is the, the main concern. But as you said, if you have a case, then uh, uh, if you have a case and you shut down, as I told the kids, there's going to be bumps in the road. We know that. There's going to be bumps in the road. But, but uh, uh, man, uh, let's play. Yeah, I. It's funny because Jerry and you, and you said, "Look, you don't want to be controversial." This this is gonna. It either has gotten controversial or it's going to get that way. Similar to the the way it was, I think, with football. And I know there are some some coaches out, you know, not only in this area but certainly in Dane County that you know have. Uh, are not really happy with with some things that are going on, and I've heard from a couple of them. And one of the things that they're um, they're asking, and I think they're going to ask, is is there a way for the WIAA to do for basketball what they did for football, which was to give them you know a second option. We're going to play now these games, football games. Hopefully, going to play them in the spring for the teams that that didn't um, get a chance to play in the winter or the fall. Excuse me. And one of the things that came up in, in, with the guys that were calling me was, couldn't the WBCA help the way the WFCA helped? And I think that's a misnomer, Jerry, because the Wisconsin Football Coaches Association with Dan Burner and those guys, I don't think they, they wanted the WI to have that second option. And once, it, once they came out with it, they, they then said, okay, well, it's, you know, it's out there. So if that, as a team, you want a, a school, you want to go to that way. But that was not the WFCA pushing the WIAA to do that. No, I agree with you, and, and I've talked to some football people about that. And, and uh, uh, hey, I, if I was in Dane County and if I was a basketball coach, I, too, would be hoping that there was a second option. I, I really would. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, and... All I know in small schools, maybe you could do it in larger schools. You could have a sec- second option for larger schools. But, Mike, in small schools uh, where you've got football starting in the spring, you've got baseball, you've got track, and then you say, hey, we're even going to do basketball again in the spring. Uh, how would you do it, Mike? How would I you don't do know. It? I mean, the, you know what I mean? Uh, the kids... And the last thing that coaches want to do is make kids, especially in a small school, choose between, hey, uh, I'm not going out for football because we're going to have a spring basketball season, or, hey, I'm not going out for football because, uh, you know, it's going to interfere with our baseball. And uh, I, I definitely understand where those coaches are coming from, that they would like another option. 
but uh, as it, it, this is what we have right now, and so I think you have to adapt to what what it is. And uh, uh, I know I've gotten calls and saying, "Well, why didn't the WBCA do more about this?" Hey, the WBCA promotes high school basketball, high school players, and high school coaches. But we really have little or no power as far as the WIAA is concerned, you know? And all I'm saying is that they were the ones that made the decision that there was going to be an option for football. Once that option came available in football, in smaller schools it became almost impossible to have an alternate basketball season in the spring. And, but, and so that's why I say in our situation, make the best out of a difficult situation and let's play as many games as we can, as safe as we can. 100%. And, uh, uh, and a year from now, we'll look back on 2020 and say, wow, uh, we survived it. We survived it. Amen to that. Uh, we are talking to Jerry Pettigrew again. He is a head coach at Cuba City, and we're going to hold him over for two segments. The second segment, I want to talk about um, this year's team, and I want to talk a little bit about last year's team because, boy, they were really good last year. And uh, he's also the executive director um, of the WBCA, the Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association. And, I, you know, again, with with the with Milwaukee, and I've lived in the city of Milwaukee my entire life, Jerry. I've never, you know, I've lived in Milwaukee sure. County, but the city of Milwaukee for almost 61 years. And I know Milwaukee and Dane County, and then up in Green Bay, there are some schools that are not able to play. And yeah. I, I always think that when 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 people are taking shots at the WIAA, look around at different states. They've shut everything down, and the WIAA exactly. has continued to work. And, and, yep. and you know what? Let's figure it out. Let's let's do it this way and see if this works. And so far, I think so good. But if you look at Minnesota, Illinois, Michigan, there are some states that have just shut everything down. Yet the WI keeps trying to work with the coaches and the schools and the districts to see if we can't get these kids to be able to play because of the mental health side of it. And that's the part yeah, Mike, that I don't know if we talk enough about, Jerry. No, I agree, Mike, and you are so correct because you have to give a great deal of credit to Dave Anderson and Kate Abiot and, and uh, uh, Wade, the house Wade Lebecki and yep. and Hauser Lady. Uh, they they've done a wonderful job of trying to accommodate everybody in sports because, as you said, Illinois they basically shut down. In Illinois, you know, and uh, uh, and so no, I, my hats off to the WIA because I believe that they're trying, they're trying, and and uh, it's not an easy situation, but uh, it's nice to know, and uh, and you carry a lot of weight in there, and so I think it's I think it's really important when you put a shout out and say, hey, this uh, the WIA is not the the enemy. They're not the enemy here. They're trying to make the best out of a, a bad situation that none of us has ever experienced before. And, you know, I, I know this group of coaches that, you know, like I said, a, a, a few of them have reached out to me, especially when they found out that you were coming on today and, and said, hey, you know, we, it's, we don't want to talk about 
you know, the, the, the local districts and the public health officials. And I said, but that's where you have to start on this. <laughs> Right. I mean, I think that's I think if you're able to start at that point and then say, okay, this is it has to be the starting point because it's not it's not Jerry Pettigrew that said, okay, we're not going to let teams in Milwaukee or Dane County play. No, you know, but these guys, the, the, the public health officials is where I think you have to start. And once you are able to start there, then maybe you can get somewhere. But if that's a, a, a non starter, then I, I just don't know how we can we can make everybody happy. No, I, I agree with you, and it's, uh, uh, Mike, you know the power of negotiations, you know, and, and you've got to, uh, we have to work together. What's best for the kids? And you bring up a big point. I don't think anybody thinks about mental health. I think what it's doing to our kids and, and uh, uh, this, this whole thing, so I say make the best out of a bad situation and let's play as much as we can, as safe as we can. Hey, Jerry, last thing, and then we're going to get to a break. I, I work out at a place here called Nine Round, and I've told this story on this on the air, but I have not told you this story. There, there's a woman that I work with, or work out with, who works at, at a uh, psychiatric hospital, a, a, a mental health hospital in Wauwatosa. And I said, hey, what has this done to your business and she said Mike I've never ever been this busy and I work with kids 8 years old to 17 and I have grandsons in that age and I said what should I be looking for and she said if you if your grandson is one that's really quiet most of the time but all of a sudden he's snapping on you a lot or he normally snaps on you a lot and now he's really quiet or their eating habits Really sure. pay attention to their eating habits because it's a real sign of depression. And she said, Mike, you and I might be on different ends of the spectrum politically, but we have to get these kids back in school and we have to get these kids active with their friends at practice and, and playing sports and working that stuff all out because the long-term effect on this thing is really dangerous and it scares me. And she's a way smarter gal than I am, Jerry. And if she says that, then that makes me nervous. Oh boy, yeah, amen, Mike. Uh, you, you, and that lady just said it perfectly, right there. We're gonna get to a break. Other side of the break, you know what? We're gonna get away from all this stuff, but we're gonna talk a little Cuba City basketball. And look, that team he had last year um, was really good. It was really good. And I want to know if he's feeling like this team is as good or got a chance to be as good. <laughs> As the Cubans from from last year, we're talking to Jerry Pettigrew, head basketball coach at Cuba City, executive director for the WBCA. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and my guest is Jerry Pettigrew, again, head coach at Cuba City, executive director and awards chairman for the WBCA. Um, Jerry, I don't know if there's two bigger fans of the WBY shootout than you and I, but I'm, I'm just uh, I'm so sad 
that uh, that is not going to go on this year. I feel bad for Mark Miller, and I take that week. I take I hold a week of vacation so I can take and and no kidding, Jerry. I get burned out by day three at about midway through. I go, I'm done. I gotta go home. But I, I'm I'm just really saddened that the WBY shootout is not going to happen this year. Oh, you and me both. Uh, Mark puts together always. Uh, a great show. He has uh, some of the best teams in the state, and uh, uh, it does. He has done. Mark Miller, Mike McGivern, uh has done so much for basketball in this state, promoting basketball. Uh, and uh, you know, I can remember Mike. I, this is my fiftieth year at Cuba City, and I, and I can remember uh, when uh, many many years ago. Uh, when we talked about high school basketball, Wisconsin was an afterthought in high school yes. basketball. Uh, and uh, that all of that changed. All of that began to change, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, and, and it started with Milwaukee, Mike. It started with Milwaukee and, and uh, going back to Clyde Rusk and, and Jim Smollins and Wolf. You know some of those great Milwaukee teams that they had there, and uh, uh, and now uh, Mike, I know I'm I'm prejudiced, but uh, I think uh, Wisconsin basketball. I mean, you think of it this year. Uh, we've got uh, Patrick Baldwin and uh, Michael Foster, who was a Wisconsin kid. Okay, yep. he's a Wisconsin kid, and so you got two of the top five kids in the nation. In the nation, a year ago, Jalen Johnson, uh, in the nation, you know what I mean? Uh, unbelievable. I understand they've got a freshman at Brookfield East that's, uh, uh, that's something special, you know? And, uh, and you've seen so many of them, but uh, I couldn't be prouder of Wisconsin high school basketball. And as I've always said, uh, we've got great high school basketball coaches. We've had them. 50 years ago, and we got them today, and, and uh, really, really proud uh, to uh, head up the association. And, and as I said, I think Wisconsin basketball, we're in the, if we're not in the top 10, uh, uh, you know, then there's something wrong, because I believe we are. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And, you know, you look at some of the kids that are playing at a high level, you look at Tyler Hero, and what, well, you know, he, this oh, is a young yeah. man that... You know, from Windmill, all of a sudden he is, you know, he's he was unbelievable yeah. to come playoff time and, and oh, just watching goodness. him. Wasn't he a joy to watch? Oh, very much so. You know? Oh, he was hey, a joy to watch. No doubt Jerry, about let's, it. Talk, let's talk a little bit about the Southwest Wisconsin Activities League, the one that, that you guys are in with Darlington and Iowa Grant and, and uh, Mineral yeah. Point and Fenimore. Um, let's talk a little bit about that conference and, you know, with Cuba City, obviously awfully talented again this year. But if you look, you know, Darlington and, and Mineral Point, who mm-hmm. you're going to get a chance to play um, soon, uh, pretty good basketball being played in that conference. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, once again, prejudice, but I think the uh, uh, the Swally uh, League uh, were the best division uh, for league in the state, to be honest with you. Uh uh, and Darlington uh, uh, had a really, really nice team last year. They only lost three games. That was three games to Cuba City, and all of them were dog fights. And uh, they've got uh, 
they've got their basically their starting five back. So that's a really good basketball team. Fenimore's got a, a sleeper over there, six six ten kid by the name of Larson. Uh, boy, college scouts could be looking at him. You could put twenty five pounds on him. Uh, he's he's big time. He's big time. Mineral Point, uh, coached by Dan Burris and. Uh, uh, they're they're always tough, really really good team, and then uh, and and this year in our league, I, I think you're going to see Southwestern uh, over in Hazel Green uh, have a nice team. Uh, they got a six seven kid by the name of Reef, and and uh, uh, you know Mike, what's what's really helped high school basketball, and I know a lot of coaches are are going to cringe when I say this, is AAU. <laughs> AAU kids playing in the summertime, you know, and uh, uh, and they play a lot. And we're getting more and more kids from Southwest Wisconsin now playing in the AAU. And so uh, uh, my hats off to those people. I know people. High, a lot of high school coaches will say, "Well, they pick up bad habits, so on and so forth." And, hey, coach, they're playing. They're playing, right. and uh, they're playing against great competition. And uh, so. My way of thinking, uh, uh, if you're out there playing and you're playing the game, uh, you're, you're in good shape. You're in good shape. Hey, Jerry, if, if people get a chance, and we would have gotten a chance to see at the WBY shootout, um, but again, that's not going on this year. But if people got a chance to, to come see uh, your team, yeah, look, you have a, a talented uh, roster. Does it start with the Daily Kid? Is that where it starts, do you think? Oh yeah, the daily kid, and obviously, you know, he was a transfer uh, into our school. I've had him now for two years. Wonderful kid, a straight A student, uh, and wonderful kid. Uh, uh, works hard, and I, I couldn't be prouder of him. That uh, you know, he got a scholarship to play for Will Ryan at, at uh, UWGB, and uh, uh, Will Ryan is speaking. Uh, you know, he had a good recruiting class up there with. Uh, that uh, Meyer kid out of Monroe at 6'8 is a, a really, really good player out of Monroe. And then he's got that McGee kid coming in from uh, St. Dad. So they got three of the top 10 players in the state. But for my team, yes, Daly is uh, really an outstanding player. But maybe I got two uh, two other kids that, uh, uh, one, uh, that fly under the radar. One is Jack Miskey. Jack Miskey's about a 6'4 kid. And uh, he just got a full ride uh, uh, for track uh, and field at UW-Milwaukee. Oh, man. So for me to have two uh, Division One scholarship kids on a small high school team is something special. And I've got a, a kid that will probably never make all-conference. Mike, you've had these kids. His name is Riley Richards, and uh, he, uh, uh, he he's about 6'3", and plays D. And so unselfish passes the ball, and uh, he's the glue of our basketball team. And and then uh, you know I lost two great guards in in uh, uh, Jackson Knoll and and uh, uh, Brady Olson. And Brady yeah. went to uh, got a scholarship at uh, uh, Parkside, Parkside, and yep. Jackson is playing for UW Stout. They were two great guards, uh, all state guards, and. Uh, but I think I can replace him with Brady Olson's brother, Carter. Uh, maybe the quickest kid I've ever coached. Maybe really? the quickest kid I've ever coached. And 
he's a good one. <laughs> and uh, uh, and will he come far enough this year to to uh, uh, take us to the promised land? I don't know because you're usually only as good as your point guard, Mike. And 100%. I've got a six four sophomore by the name of uh, uh, Max Lucy, uh, and uh, shoots the eyeballs out of it. And, uh, a six-man by the name of Mason Reese, and uh, uh, we, we're going to have a good team, Mike. We're going to have a very, very good team, but uh, I know that uh, Darlington's, uh, we're going to be playing them at least three times, you know, wow. and they got this uh, uh, Carter Lancaster. Whoa. Uh, if I was a college coach, uh, coach, I'd be on him immediately because he's, a, he's one of the best players in the state. So, yeah, we had a good team. But I also know, Mike, this COVID, uh, we've shut down now for two weeks, and now we're going to play Tuesday night. Well, you know how hard that is. Hard. You know how hard that is. And, uh, and, and I'm kind of a control freak, so uh, to me, practice is everything, is everything. And so uh, I expect us to probably be a little slow coming out of the gate, and I'm just hoping that the gate remains open and we continue to play. Hey, Coach, last question, and, and I find this so difficult. You know, last year on, on Thursday, March 12th, you beat Darlington in the sectional, and yeah. then they shut it down. And I don't know how, as you know, a senior in high school or as a coach here at Pettigrew, you, you know, you never, the, you don't have the answer. You're 25-0 and 0 at that point. And, you know, a lot of people talked about, look, this is a Cuba City team. This is a Jerry Pettigrew team that's got a really good chance to, to get to state and maybe win it. And then it gets yep. shut down. I don't know. You know, we always had closure. Every year I coached, you had closure. You yeah. either, you either yeah. got to state and won it or you didn't. And so we knew we weren't yep. good enough. You nope. guys will never have that answer. And that's a really difficult place to be. No, oh, you, you hit that so much, Mike. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, uh, I cried. I cried yeah. along with my kids uh, when that day happened, and uh, uh, because I thought we had a great chance to win the state after we beat Darlington, uh, I knew that there was still uh, uh, Milwaukee Academy of Science out there. Don't forget them. They yeah. were they were a really really good basketball team, and I'm sure we'll be a good basketball team again this year. Uh, but uh, they were out there. And it would have been a good, it would have been a good state tournament. It would have been a really good state tournament. But, you know, once again, Mike, uh, life isn't always fair. Life isn't always fair, and uh, and I always feel for those kids. And, but I did, we did have a little, little bit of a get together with those kids, and, and I told them, you know, you will go down in history at, at Cuba City uh, at, as the only undefeated team. The only undefeated because in my three state championships we always we always lost at least one, uh, but they were the only undefeated uh, basketball team in Cuba City wow. history. And so I love those kids. I love them, but uh, I also uh, love Mike McGivern because it gives me a chance to get out and talk <laughs> on Saturday morning. And, and uh, uh, as I, I meant it, buddy, when uh, uh, what you do for high school basketball is amazing and and uh, uh, and I'm just really proud to call you my good friend. Man, Jerry, I appreciate that. He is Jerry Pettigrew, again, head coach at Cuba City. And for any of you guys around the state that thought, huh, 
wonder if Jerry still has the passion. Did you hear? Did you just hear him talk about this team he has? Yeah, he's got the passion, right? The other thing is he talked about Will Ryan up at, at, at Green Bay getting a chance to recruit some Wisconsin guys. Well, our next guest, Gary Gresh from St. Norbert, his uh, roster sure. has always filled with Wisconsin kids. Jerry, um, congratulations on, on uh, this year, and, and uh, hopefully you guys get uh, – had that one a blip here in the beginning, and then get a chance to play the rest of the year. And uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Hey, thank you very much, Mike, and the same to you. And uh, your next guest, you couldn't find a better basketball coach than Gary Grush. He's he's awesome. But hey, happy happy holidays to you, Mike. Thank you again. That's Jerry Pettigrew. We're going to get to a break. Gary Grush. Head basketball coach at St. Norbert will join us. And then at 1045, we're going to talk to our our team of the week. Head coach from our team of the week is going to join us at 1045. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. That morning lonely exile Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. I am Mike McGivern, our next guest head basketball coach at St. Norbert, Tosa East guy. And uh, he's been at St. Norbert for a while. Wanted to check in with, with Gary Crush. Hey, Coach, how you doing today? Hey, Mike, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I really appreciate your willingness to come on for a few minutes, Coach. You know, last year guys end of the season 23 and 5 and and uh uh you know this year is basketball you guys are shut down for the year there's nothing going to happen this year is that what it uh, sounds like to me yeah the presidents in our conference voted uh it's probably a week and a half ago now to cancel the the season unfortunately this year for our kids so um i and i understand the reasonings uh, that went behind it and why they did it. It doesn't make it any easier to try to explain that to our players. Um, so it, it, it was a pretty tough conversation to have with those kids, and, and especially the seniors. We had six seniors on this year's team, and those are the kids you feel the worst for, the entire team in general. But the six seniors, this was the, their last go-around. Really, you work your entire career to put yourself in this position to be, be a senior and have it be your team and your turn to lead. And to have that taken away from them was, was really hard. Boy, that's got to be a really difficult conversation for you to, to have. And, and it's going on all over you know, the state of Wisconsin in, in certain areas, city Milwaukee and Dane County and some up in the Green Bay area, where you know you're asking these kids to stay engaged with their academics, stay engaged with school, you know, stay together, make sure you're talking to each other, make sure you're getting the weight room when you can, make sure you're getting a run in when you can, stay in shape, and then to have the conversation of guys that it's done. There's there's nothing that we can do about it. I don't know. You know, I don't know if you're 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 a shrink or not. You know, are you are you doctor <laughs> crush or not? But how you handle that, especially for those seniors, had to be one of the more difficult conversations you've ever had to have. Yeah, and I just think about all the adversity that these kids have gone through. Um, you know, we were we were fortunate last year to get an at-large bid to the NCAA tournament. Now we end up losing to 
St. Thomas in the first round in a good game. Um, but at least there was some closure to our season last year. And then uh, St. Thomas actually beat Platteville the next night. The following week, they're getting ready to tip off in the Sweet 16. I think Division II schools were getting ready to tip off their national tournament. And if you remember, the Division I schools, the big schools, were in their conference tournament, and everything got, got shut down. And then on campus, our kids were sent home for the spring semester. Uh, they were kind of isolated through the summer, uh, just on their own to continue to work out and lift. And then they faced a number of challenges when we brought them back in, in the fall. We were fortunate to be in person um, on campus, and, and campus did a great job of socially distancing, keeping everything safe. Um, we had very few ca- cases, uh, COVID-related ca- cases related to the classroom or athletics on campus. Um, so these kids have just been through s- so much. And then to be able to to have to tell them that their season and really their careers for the seniors was over w- was was hard. I, my, my heart goes out to those kids. They've just been through so much. And when it, everything got shut down last spring, I, I never thought it would last this long. But here we are. <laughs> Yeah, me neither. Hey, Gary, have they talked, and look, at a place like St. Norbert, um, obviously academics are, are, you know, through the charts, and these are really good student-athletes that get, uh, that get an opportunity, a chance to play at a place like St. Norbert. And would the seniors give, have been, will they give, be given the chance to come back and have that year back? And if they are, I would assume, and I don't know this for a fact, but I would assume some of these guys are on track to, to graduate and probably move on and, and get their career started. Yeah, and that, that's a great, great point. So out of our six seniors, um, what one is going to graduate um, and double major in four years, he already has a job. Uh, another one is pre-law, so he's already studying for um, law school. Um Two others are on target to graduate in four years. And then I think our sixth one just needs one class to finish up in the spring. So those guys have a true passion for basketball, but they're also student athletes. And I understand the big picture. Um, They did get a waiver to come back for a fifth year, but all of them have kind of indicated that they're they're planning to move on. And, And I think it would be a little bit different if we were just a fall fall semester sport maybe right. like football or soccer then then you're asking them to come back and pay for one semester but to do it for both semesters the entire year when they're already on target to graduate and have some jobs lined up is pretty difficult to do yeah it really is and and you've been on this show quite a bit and one of the reasons that um, well a couple of reasons that I call you every year and say can I get a few minutes one because I was a huge fan of watching you play uh, basketball. I, I just thought that you understood the game, and and as a guy that would come watch you play at the high school and college level, it was really fun to watch you play, and then watch your teams play, and and, and how you have developed as a head coach. The second reason is when you go to the roster of St. Norbert, just look at the hometowns, and you'll know why I call him every year because he's got a pretty big roster, and there's like two guys that aren't from. There were maybe three that aren't from the state of Wisconsin, but it's Rippon and Keel and Slinger and DePere and Jefferson, Sturgeon Bay and Whitefish Bay Dominican with the Jalassic kid who I, I just love that family. Um, yeah. Xavier and Sean Owen all over the state of Wisconsin. And when I started doing this show 15, 16 years ago, 
I said, I'm just going to give college coaches who give our ch- our kids from this state a chance to play at the next level. Those are the only guys I want to highlight and promote and celebrate what they're doing. And you just have for years, your rosters have been filled with Wisconsin kids. Yeah, thanks. We've been pretty fortunate. I mean, uh, the school does a, a great dro- job of just attracting really quality students to begin with. Um, and then, you know, as you've had some success, we've had some success within our program. Now it gets to be a little bit of an easier sell that there's some history that these kids can point to and say, yeah, I, I, I could also get a great education, but I can have a great basketball experience and a successful program. So it, it's, it's, it is difficult, right, because of the sticker shock for a private yep. school. Um, but at the same time, we have a lot to offer for the right student-athlete. Hey, Coach, uh, years ago when I had you on, I said, so what do you do in the offseason as the head men's basketball coach? He said, well, I, I'm a golf coach, too. And I was like, excuse me? And you said, oh, yeah. I'm a good. You're not the golf coach anymore, are you? No, I, I've been good. fortunate enough to um, get that off my plate. I, I really wasn't qualified other than knowing the rules and taking the kids to the golf meet <laughs> I, I really couldn't help them with their swing a whole lot so it was just kind of a a bad fit and then they also promoted a non-traditional season so I, I went to my athletic director I said if you really map out every weekend for golf in the fall basketball in the winter a non-traditional golf season in the spring and then you throw in all the recruiting in the spring and the summer that there's really not not a lot of time and um, he was good enough to get it off my plate after a couple of years, and I just wasn't qualified to be a good golf coach anyway. So, um, well, I was when, when I coach. asked you, when I said, give me your coaching philosophy, I think you said, well, I sit in the cart and I kind of <laughs> drive from hole to hole and cheer my boy or cheer the girls on is what I think yeah. you said. I'd have to go back and listen, but it was a brilliant answer. You know, I feel bad, like you said, for these seniors. This was going to be a really good team. Uh, this year at, at St. Norbert, and there were some seniors that were going to lead that team, and and I feel bad for those kids. I feel bad for you and your staff, but it is what it is. And and you know you start looking to, to next year and getting going, and and I'm sure that you're you'll be recruiting and looking for kids in this area that are good student athletes, are good you know community type kids that can play basketball a little bit. So Gary, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time, and I want people to understand that. You know, this was not this was not a decision that went easy. It was a tough decision for that conference and the presidents of that conference. But they will not be playing basketball this year. And if you get a chance, go on that website and take a look at some of the players that you've heard me talk about on this show for years. You know, some of these guys that played in this area and played throughout the state and are continuing to be student athletes up at St. Norbert. So I really appreciate you and your staff doing that and giving these kids a chance to play at the next level. Gary, thank you. Yeah, no problem. All, all these kids that are playing, um, I, I would just tell them, just cherish every moment because you never know when it could be your last and you, you never know when it could be taken away. So if the worst thing you have to do is uh, socially distance and wear a mask while you're playing um, and stream the games online, it, it beats the alternative because it could be taken away from you um, in an instant. So just really, uh, and that's what I'm telling my kids here at home, just just cherish every moment you get and don't take don't take it for granted. Boy, we and it certainly we did that, you know. My as a grandfather of four and in 36 years I coached basketball, we took that for granted, right, right Gary? And you're right. I don't yeah. think we'll ever do that again. Yeah, 
Yeah. I, I agree. Here's Gary Gress, head basketball coach at St. Norbert, and he's always really, really kind with his time to come on this show and, and kind of promote and celebrate some of the things they're doing up at St. Norbert. Again, Merry Christmas to you and your family, Gary. Thank you. Yep. Thanks for having me, Mike. Stay safe. Yeah, you as well. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, the head coach from our team of the week, UW Credit Union Team of the Week, will introduce you to him. This is the first year for him at this school. And uh, he, they had a really good week. And we'll talk to him on the other side of the break. In 11 o'clock, our current electric superheroes of the week from Milwaukee Marquette. You're going to want to stick around and listen to Eli, Sam, and Noah. They'll come up at 11 o'clock. And then Jeremy McLaughlin, head boys coach at uh, Catholic Memorial. 11.45 will introduce you to our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. Presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. What team stood out from the rest? What team took their game to another level on the field, court, or in their community? Because these are my streets. Let's find out who is this week's UW Credit Union Team of the Week. UW Credit Union, for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union. So our team of the week, you know, they uh, they beat the same team twice. So this, you know, Woodland Conference is, is doing this kind of back-to-back thing, and and they have uh, started out pretty well. They're 3-1 and one this year with a win against Superlin Eisenhower, and then they lost to Eisenhower, beat Greendale twice in two really good games. Man, both games total five points. And uh, I don't know how uh, Dan Carey is sleeping nowadays, but we're going to find out. Head coach at Milwaukee Pius, our UW Credit Union, team of the week is Milwaukee Pius boys basketball and I'm really happy and impressed for him three and one to start the season and uh you know he's he's doing some good things at Pius coach how you doing good Mike how are you doing doing good hey you and your family everybody's healthy everybody's good one day at a time over here at the carry house man amen to that Daniel, you know, I think that's how we're all looking at it right now. Hey, I I wanted to have you on for a couple of reasons. One, you know, UW Credit Union Team of the Week, to win two games against a good Greendale team, and the first one by four and the second one by one, man, you know, it's hard to play a team back-to-back, and you found that out. New Berlin-Eisenhower, you you beat them the first time and and lost to them the second time. It's a difficult thing. I mean, you played New Berlin-Eisenhower twice in three days. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's hard enough to play both of those teams just one time, let alone twice. It's a really ah, hey, hey, Dan, we are really having a hard time hearing you. Um, wondering if uh, Mitch, if you can maybe, yeah, if we can get him a better signal. I, I can tell you that you know Dan Carey took over as the head coach this year, and he's been a head coach before, but head coach at Milwaukee Pius. And Joel Clausen had been the head coach for a while. Dan was on his staff, and Joel said, you know, I may go one more year, but we want to keep Dan carrying this building. So maybe it's time, and, and uh, Joel stepped down and retired, and, and Dan Carey took over. And what a, what a hard and weird time to take over a program. Not sure if you're going to play. We are going to play. We might not play. We should play. We might not play. And uh, they haven't missed a beat. They're 3-1 and one to start this year, and our UW Credit Union Team of the Week is uh, Milwaukee Pius Boys Basketball. Dan, are you, are you there now? 
We're going to try to get him back. Let me tell you a little bit about what they've done. With the Woodland Conference, they're playing back-to-back. So they played New Berlin-Eisenhower on Thursday, December 3rd, and then played them again on the 5th, and then played Greendale on December 7th, and played Greendale again last night on the 11th. Then this upcoming week, Tuesday, they're at Pewaukee, and Friday, they're at home against Pewaukee. And I understand why they're doing it, but boy, that's difficult on a coaching staff, and uh, it's certainly difficult on a roster to play the same team, you know, back-to-back like that. You know, people that you play them one day and you beat them by 15, and two days later, your players, these are, you know, 15, 16, 17-year-old kids that are thinking, well, we just beat them by 15, so doesn't matter where we play them and then they play him two days later and 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 New Berlin Eisenhower really well coached in a really good basketball team goes out and beats him 85-68 and then Monday on the 7th uh two days later they have to play against Greendale they beat him by four and then they have to then turn around and play him again at Greendale and they beat him by one last night they don't get to practice or play home games I don't think and if we get Dan back we'll find out um, I know that they, at least on their schedule right now, they, they're scheduled to play a home game, but it looks like maybe their home games are at Wisconsin Lutheran College, uh, depending on if, uh, I don't think they can play or practice at, uh, at Pius this year, which makes it even more difficult, obviously. And he came into a program that had some, some athletes and had some players, uh, but to be able to now make it his own. And that's the reason, one of the reasons, uh, Milwaukee Pius is our UW Credit Union Team of the Week, and I think well-deserved. And I think that uh, that he has certainly done a nice job over there getting these kids to believe that, you know, Pius needs to be a program that's up near the top of a, a pretty good basketball conference. You know, that Woodland Conference, when, when you're looking at some of the teams and the history of some of the schools in that conference, you know, Pewaukee is really good. Wisconsin Lutheran, I've seen play. And, and they're going to have their hands full with Wisconsin Lutheran and West Dallas Central. Um, awfully good. So um, we can, uh, I can tell you this, when, when you look at that conference from, from top to bottom, and New Berlin West, who's gotten a couple of wins now, Scott Cook's over there, West Dallas Central, uh, Wisconsin Lutheran. Boy, it's just going to be a difficult night in and night out for a team like Pius, but for them to start 3-1, and one, uh, is a good sign for the Popes over there. We had a hard time with Dan. I'll reach out, Dan, if you're listening. Um, reach out to you this week, and there's a beautiful uh, trophy that UW Credit Union gives our winners. And Pious Boys Basketball, our UW Credit Union Team of the Week. We're going to get to an early break. Other side of the break, the current electric superheroes. You're going to want to stick around. These three boys from uh, Milwaukee Marquette, uh, do, they're doing good stuff. All three of them really going to um, talk a little bit about some of the things that they've done as far as in our community, and in particular, one fundraising event that they got involved with and they had a ton of success with, and we're going to celebrate some of the things that they do, again, as our current electric superheroes of the week. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan.
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.